for us, this completes uh, uh, what we call a liturgical cycle, uh, but it's, it's the idea that started uh, with the conception of Jesus in Mary's womb. That, as I've told you way too many times over the last many weeks, that at that moment, Jesus took on the human problem. What was our key problem? Our human nature. So he took it on, and in that, he mixed it with the divine. And then for the rest of his existence, everything he did as a human, just like us, he consecrated. Everything that isn't sin, he bound God to, in a sense, over his life. He took on everything about being human, except sin, and he sanctified it. And then he did what we all will do one day. He died. And in that, he put our human nature to death. And then as we celebrated, I don't know if you read this part, he rose. Uh, yeah, crazy ending. Who would have thought it? Uh, and I thought that was funny, and you're not even mildly, uh, you're like, whatever, fat man, keep going. All right, so he rose from the dead, and in that, he then ascended to heaven as we celebrated last week, and that was to take our nature there. This week, we celebrate, in a sense, the end of that part of our story. That he ascended to heaven to get our human nature there, but also for this kind of simple and crazy reason that as long as he was fully human and fully divine, he could only be one place. I, I remember, <laughs> I do as a kid thinking, well, he should have hung around. I mean, because instead our evangelization was like, you know, you need to meet Jesus. Uh, I think he's in Baltimore tonight, right? And just go talk to him. And that would have been somewhat easier. But again, he would have been limited. So what did he do? This week we celebrate that he who took on our frail, broken nature sent us his Holy Spirit. That as we heard in the second reading, he bound you and I together as his body on earth to do his work. That's our job. That's our number one mission. The reason we are alive is not to work hard to make more money to buy stuff we don't need. That's a symptom. The reason we're alive is to be Jesus on earth. And that's tough to do because Jesus is amazing and we're pretty broken. And if that was it, if that was the command, we are hopeless. We are lost. But he didn't just give us the mission. He gave us his spirit, the thing that raised him from the dead. And the proof of the power of the whole thing is right in with the disciples. That you heard in this gospel today. Make no mistake, it's crazy to think of. They knew Jesus was risen from the dead. They had chatted with him and what was their response to the recognition that he rose from the dead? Well, they were afraid and they locked themselves in an upper room. What they knew didn't change. What changed was when the Holy Spirit entered them. And they went from guys who kind of knew Jesus, lived with him for three years, and really said some profoundly stupid things during those three years. Failed him unbelievably. They went from that to the guys who all died for him. Who literally, just think of it, we're here because of them. They went out and told everybody. They told everybody the most insane thing of all. 
God became a baby. God grew up. God let us kill him. And he did it out of love. And if you want to receive him, you can receive him in the form of bread. It's a remarkable thing to think of what the Holy Spirit did in them. And to be clear, they still said stupid things. They still sinned. They still failed. And if you're not sure, they wrote about it. Right? How do we know their incredible failures? Oh, they told us. Yeah, I said this stupid thing. Isn't that great? He needed me. I ran away. And why would they be free to write that? Because the Spirit changed them so much that they could go, that wasn't me. This is me. Filled with His Holy Spirit. They were humble. They were truthful. Two things our society is in desperate need of, yeah? And in fact, this is one of the ways the Holy Spirit can help us. It's amazing to me, and I think if, if you're my age or older, first of all, if you're my age or older, it's kind of funny. Um, you know that I don't think people were this opinionated before they had the means to be. It just seems to me, like now with social media, it's like, this situation calls for my opinion. Yeah? It's like, no, no, not, 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 not really. No, not at all. But we do it, don't we? Because we can. And because we're prideful. I do it all the time. This is one of my charisms. Yeah? And when it's time for me to say, this situation requires my opinion, why not say, come Holy Spirit. My opinion's just another noise, another voice in the insanity. But my prayer, I can change things. Come Holy Spirit. You know, St. Benedict, when he formed the Benedictines, he instituted a rule that they still follow today. Do you know this? When you join the Benedictine order, you can't have an opinion for a year. Do you know that? When you become a monk, because people do this all the time. I'm sure you do it as well. I do it. We walk in, and within three months, well, I understand everything. <laughs> right? Let me make it better. No humility. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Help me be humble. I'm broken, so I should be able to tolerate a broken system, shouldn't I? Come, Holy Spirit. Now, I know you're perfect, and it's hard to be married to someone who isn't, yeah? <laughs> it's got to be tough, yeah? And you love your spouse. You are crazy about your spouse. You would be lost without your spouse. And you know that right in the heart of your DNA. But every once in a while, or maybe even often, there's a little temporary feeling that trumps that truth. And we get irritated. And we want to fix that person. Not out of love. That's healing. No, no. We want to fix them so that we are not inconvenienced. And when we're tempted to do that, right, when we're getting ready to pull the pin and throw that grenade, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. And then every once in a while, uh, you know, the spouse is the one throwing the grenade. And maybe it's our temptation to, uh, well, I have some too, yes? 
Come, Holy Spirit. Yeah? Come, Holy Spirit. Don't do this on your own. You can't. You weren't made to, and your spouse deserves better than your effort. Your spouse deserves divine strength. Come, Holy Spirit. And your kids? Yeah. You would die for them. But there's also a possibility of taking their life, yes? <laughs> Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Your coworker, I think we can all agree, needs therapy. <laughs> if they would just work like you do, it would be so much better. And you know the person in charge doesn't listen to you, or you're the person in charge and you wish everyone would shut up. Yes? And every once in a while we forget, well, that's just life. We're pack animals and, and we're kind of goofy. And so when we're tempted to explain to another coworker just how bad that one is, you know, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. I mean, you've been judged and it stinks. Why would we judge anyone? Come Holy Spirit. Help me be better than this, yeah? You're, you're hurting. Um, it's, it's like a freight train some days. And it's thing after thing. And don't even get me started about your neighbor. And you want to give up. I'm just going to go to bed and I'm going to stay there. When at some point that will stop or I will. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. One more hit, Lord, and I won't get up. Yeah, you will. Come, Holy Spirit. Wake up, and you really know you should pray, right? I mean, we all know that. Nobody's unclear. But man, Lord, have you seen my schedule? I know. I'll pray later, and you almost giggle while you say it, because you know that's not going to happen. And then you start to wrestle with that guilt about that, but you keep going. <laughs> Come, Holy Spirit. You're going to confession, and, and you might as well have just said, did you record last one, Father? Yeah, because uh, just play that louder. <laughs> and you think, why even try? Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. It's Sunday. And your choices are practice for that sport that will pass away in a few years or this eternal thing. And honestly, it's not worth the fight, is it? So whatever. Let's just, we'll go to Mass next week. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, come, Holy Spirit. Choosing between virtue and easy. Ugh. Come, Holy Spirit. When we say, come Holy Spirit, this is not witchcraft. This is not a spell. I don't know if it'll make anything better outside of you, but it'll make everything better inside of you. Because God's faithful. He doesn't know how to fail. 
And for you and I, it is so important that we remember this simple prayer. And I, I was joking about this, but it's true. If I heard my mom or dad saying, come Holy Spirit, when I was about to get in trouble, it was time to flee like it was a crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling that reel in, right? Might have saved my life. But that's what they taught me, among many other things. That within you and me is a power we can't fathom. And we didn't make it. And we didn't earn it. But it was placed in us. And when we call on that spirit, it's not as if something goes from over there and comes in here. It's more like tuning the dial of a radio and finding that station. The Holy Spirit is constantly speaking to us. There's a heartbeat to our God, and we can hear it when we're in tune with the Holy Spirit. And so that's what we celebrate today, that we are unconquerable because of him who loves us. We just surrender because it's hard. I've been there. You've been there. God will never, ever give up on you or me. And that's such good news. Let's not give up ourselves. Let's always remember that there's two choices for us. It's to be a saint or the other thing, which involves a lot of heat and suntan lotion, yeah? Those are our two choices. There's no third. And to be a saint, we have to be like Jesus. And to be like Jesus, we have to call on the Holy Spirit. And when we call on the Holy Spirit, it changes us. Doesn't mean we won't fail. Doesn't mean we're not going to struggle. It just means it won't be us alone in the fight. To be a saint is what we need so bad. And when we're struggling in our marriage or our work or our family or when we're tempted to be another person who knows everything, come Holy Spirit. Amen.